dives in for the touchdown. Did he get it? Yes, sure he did. Touchdown to Detroit Lions. You're listening to the One Podcast. Lions first and 10 from the Ram 11. Stafford to throw. Got a man wide open. Look at this. To the end zone for the Lions. It's Taylor Decker. Taylor Decker came off the edge of the line. He is wide open to the house. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. Man, I played 18 years. I never got me one of those. I feel like I just got one because the big fella got one. Hello and welcome to the One Pride Cast. I'm Tori Petrie alongside Lomas Brown on this official Lions podcast. We thank you guys for listening and thanks, hey, Lomas. Hey, everybody. Hey, Tori. How hey. are you? This is the <laughs> week 14 edition of this podcast. Can you believe it's week 14? I know. It is flying by. It really is going fast. I guess when you play and you're into it and you're involved in it, you don't see how fast it moves. But from the outside looking in and us being involved, me being with radio and you doing what you're doing, you know, with media, it does. This season has really flown by this year. Yeah, it has. It's crazy that it's week 14. Only four games left in the season, about three and a half weeks, because we're about halfway through uh, week 14 as we record this podcast. Of course, you might be listening to it a little bit later, uh, but the Lions just finished up a three-game homestand. So we had three weeks in a row where we were here in Detroit, hanging out, doing our thing on Sundays at Ford Field, and now... December, three of the four games in December are on the road. It's, it's a crazy road schedule coming up. It really up. is. So I, I got a quick question from you, from your <laughs> standpoint. So I know as a player, right, and when you're home, you're in your comfort zone and it feels yeah. good. And when you go out on the road, it's a little different. Is it like that for media? Is it like that? Is it big home and away? Is it a big difference? It is a big difference for me because at home, I am doing a lot of stuff on the video boards. I'm uh, I'm just busier on game days. Game days at home, I am running all around. Okay. On the road, I have a little bit different role because obviously I'm not working on the video boards pregame <laughs> at a yeah. visiting stadium. So I don't have that role on the road. So that makes things a little bit different on the road. I obviously love going on the road and having uh, the night before where you you get to go out to dinner someplace yes. in that city. You get to explore a little bit, uh, get away, and not have like all the distractions of being at home of like normal life and everything. You're just on the road, and and it is what it is. What about prepping? What about your prep? Is the prep different for on the road compared to at home? Getting ready for the opponents, knowing the questions you're going to have to answer. Is that different or is that the same? I feel like it's mostly the same. The only real difference would be that on at home games I'm prepping for pregame interviews with all kinds of different people uh Tim Allen was at Ford Field for Thanksgiving so there's interviews like that that uh happen uh, at home that don't happen on the road but another interesting thing about being on the road is you and I do that postgame show and that can be in different locations on the road that can that can be a little bit crazy at home we know we are in the MGM Grand Detroit Tunnel Club that's where we meet after the game and we are going to sit in our chairs and we're going to do our postgame show but then when we're on the road it's a little bit different. It can be something different every week. And I'm interested because we just started implementing chairs on the postgame yes, show so that you and I true. are kind of the yeah. same height. <laughs> and now we're going to go on the road, and I don't know if we'll have the same oh, chairs yeah, because we're used to true. those tunnel club chairs. So that's right. that's, that's a little mix-up for just us. Just for everyone to know, that was Tori's brilliant idea too. <laughs> for us. So yeah, because that was. That was a great idea for us to sit down and be equal. 
Yeah, so so yeah, I was just wondering about that, you know, some of the, because again, this is my first year, you know, <laughs> doing radio, so I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to balance everything. I'm trying to do it mostly like how I did it with the NFL when I played and stuff. So I was just wondering, is the prep on the road a little different? Because for me, you're right, it's about the same. It's just the view is different. The from view definitely yes. is different, and that's important for you, yes, calling the game. Is. Yes, it really is, how you can see it. And thank goodness for Dan Miller, because he makes it so easy. But I think that's the biggest challenge for me is more so the view. The sure. easier thing, though, Tori, though, is the names on the teams. That get easier. I can know guys without through face looking at them. I know guys not by name. And in the beginning, it wasn't like that. It was sure. hard, you know, knowing the guys, trying to put a number with them, their position, different things like that. So that's a lot easier, home team-wise, not away. <laughs> right, team. right. Yeah, that definitely comes with, with uh, experience as the season goes along, as yeah. you just get to know the guys a little bit more. Uh, but I think that something that is different about uh, being on the road – and at home is just when you're at home, you kind of have a little bit more time to just live your normal life that you usually would. You do what you would usually do on Saturdays. You see friends and you, you know, have a normal Saturday, whereas on the road, you have a little bit of a morning and then yeah. you're headed to the airport yeah. to leave for a flight. <laughs> so and then you spend your evening with your coworkers usually. Yeah. So that's how road trip weekends go. And in the in Christmas time, it's interesting because we're on the road mm, three or four weekends. Right. So that's a lot of weekend time during the holiday season that it's like, oh, hey, here's a holiday party. Oh, I'm on the road. That's right. <laughs> that is true. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah. So that is right. that is like a little yeah. inside look into yeah. the dynamic of what, <laughs> what our schedules are like this time of year. It gets really crazy. So you kind of try to cram all the holiday parties into the one weekend that you're at home during December. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> So goodness. that'll be a crazy but fun weekend, the weekend of the Vikings game for me. I'm excited about that weekend. See, this is new to me. So you're right. Now that you point out all these things i'm like wow you're right so yeah because normally i do do a lot of holiday parties oh i love the holidays time. me too i love the holidays me too i do too tori that's the fun <laughs> part it is parties every other day the food is good just seeing people you hadn't seen yeah. in a while yeah i like it but too. it gets busy this time of year yes. because there's still football going on and you know yes. you're still doing the same holiday stuff that everybody else is. So. And it gets more and more important. The games do. Sure. Like this time of the year, now it's got playoff ramifications. And then the college guys, they're talking about bowl games. So right now, this is the real important part of the football now, too, going on. Yeah, it's craziness. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining about it because I love what we get to do, and I love the holidays, and it's it's a really fun time yeah. of year. But it is just a different dynamic as, yeah. as far as scheduling goes and having to be like, oh, I'm on the road that weekend. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, you're pretty familiar with both the home and the road teams this weekend between the Lions and the Cardinals. It's a place you played for a little bit. Yes, it is, even though they're in the new home because I was at Sun Devil Stadium right. when I played there, and they're in Glendale now. But, yeah, team that I played three years for, and it wasn't, it wasn't real good when I was back there, Tori, but they've taken it to another level now, and they're having a down year this year, and – they, I think they're having a lot of growing pains because they got that, their last game. They had like nine to ten rookies that play in that game, and I think this game coming up against the Lions, they're going to have probably the similar amount of number of rookies playing. So 
they having rookies everywhere from the quarterback position to the O-line position. So they're going through their growing pains right now. So I, I say that to say this is a great opportunity for the Lions to mm-hmm. go in there and get a victory against a team that's struggling just as much, even though that was a nice win against Green Bay. So, you know, so hopefully – you know, the guys are going with the bright mindset and it's a game that we should be able to win, Tori. So you and I talked about this on the post-game show after the Rams game, but I want to dive into it a little bit more. I also addressed it on Tori's take, and I asked the question, do you think it was worse that the Lions had a shot in that Rams game and they let it go, mm-hmm. or do you think it would have been worse if they would have just gotten completely blown out, there were no positives to take from the game, they just got handled by another better team which is worse I I think the worst part would have been getting blown out to me getting blown out that's the worst thing that can happen in an NFL game and they experienced that a couple of times this year they took some positives away from that game against uh, the Rams you know the defensive line played probably their best game of the year I would say just didn't get the support from the offense that they needed. They came up with turnover, a turnover, you know, so they did what they needed to do as a defense, kept kept the Rams to right. 16 points in th- for three quarters, you know, but again, the offense let them down. So it's a lot of positives. So if you look at it right now, Tori, if you look at both teams, even though Arizona had to win against Green Bay, I would still say looking at both teams, the Detroit Lions are a much better team then the Arizona Cardinals going, especially looking at the performance that they put forth against the Los Angeles Rams just this week. Yeah, I agree. That's what I said in Tori's take is that, you know, I get it that them staying in the game gave you hope, gave fans hope that it's like, oh, this might actually be happening. This is possible. I mean, Ford Field was bumping at that point in the game when they had those two third down stops to force the Rams to punt. And it was in the fourth quarter. It looked like things were going really well. And then there was the turnover and the air kind of just came out of the stadium. So I get that it's like a, a, a blow to the hope that was built up. But if you walk away from this game and you don't have any positives to take away from it, what do you have to build off of? I think that it's good that you saw your defense continue to improve. I mean, you can say, look, this defense held its own against one of the best offenses in the NFL. Now the offense, yeah, they struggled, but the fact that the defense played so well against such a good offense is encouraging, especially because we had so many conversations early on in the year about how this defense needed to improve. Remember how much I would talk about how much they needed to stop the run? and how they just were not able to do it early on in this podcast in the beginning of the season. Snacks Harrison has made a big impact on that, but the defense, I think, as a whole has improved as well. I agree. I agree 100% with you. And it's just, like you say, if if they could just get a little bit of help from the offense. And it's so strange, Tori, too, because this this day and age is built for offenses to to have success to be exploding, to put up a lot of points because, you know, the the rules and everything are slanted toward the offensive guy compared to defense. But the way we struggle, and we know it's a lot of things. We know Golden being gone, Marvin being gone. We know those are some things that, that happen. But, again, you didn't think the struggle, even when they were here, we still struggle. So you didn't think that was going to happen. You just thought it was going to be more of an effort from the offense to help the defense out. 
Fakes the give to Gurley. Goff to throw. Loads and throws deep downfield. That is up for grabs and picked off by the Lions. Intercepted by Quadre Diggs left side. And he runs out of bounds to the 25-yard line. Come see college football in downtown Detroit as the fifth annual Quick Lane Bowl is set to kick off at 5.15 on Wednesday, December 26th at Ford Field. Tickets start as low as just $29 at quicklanebowl.com. Goff on third and 15, working out of the gun. He's got it back to pass. Goff looks, gonna get hit, gonna get sacked. Back inside the 45-yard line. Eli Harold got him. So let's talk about this game coming up in Arizona this weekend. Both teams have had their struggles this season, but the Cardinals especially, they're working with a first-year head coach, and they're a really young team that has a lot of injuries. You see an opportunity for them against this team? I do. I really do. This should be a game that Detroit should feel very confident going into. Like you say, Tori, they're very young across the front four. The quarterback is a rookie. They got so many injuries where they have guys replaced with younger guys. So the Lions should be able to take advantage. I'm, I'm thinking especially our defensive line versus their offensive line should be an advantage at that point right there. Hopefully they'll be able to get pressure on Josh Rosen and cause him to throw up a couple of balls where the secondary, because seem like they back over in takeover mode. The last couple of weeks we've had a couple of interceptions. So it seemed like the secondary is being opti- optimistic about getting turnovers again. So hopefully that'll be the advantage point that we need against the Arizona team. We don't want to let the crowd get into it and let those guys think they have an opportunity to win the game. That's when it gets dangerous. Well, the Lions have had a historically tough time in Arizona, which is crazy. You're they just so have right. not won there, You're really. right. I beat them. I remember beating them when I was with the Cardinals. <laughs> yeah, beating the Lions out there when they came out there. So you're absolutely right. It has been the place where they haven't had a lot of success. So it's going to be really important, Tori, for us to get up and work with a lead against a team like that. Force them because they don't want to use David Johnson. That's pretty much their weapon, David Johnson. So they're going to want to run the ball and try to get it in his hands. So if they're close enough, they can do that. But if we got some distance score-wise on them, then they'll be forced to throw the ball with Josh. And I'll take my chances with Josh rather than David Johnson. Well, good thing the Lions have gotten better at stopping the run. There you go. That, 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 <laughs> now, that is true. But we do know David Johnson can catch, too. Yep. So he's a multi-versatile guy. And they still got Larry Fitzgerald, even though Chris uh, Darius Slay versus Larry, I'll take that all day long. Yeah, I, you'll all take, day long. You'll take Slay? I'll take Slay. Big play Slay, <laughs> all day Slay, I'll take that all day. Did you see those little bobbleheads that they had at the I, stadium on Sunday I that had bobble that. fingers for those? It was the Darius Slay bobblehead that had a finger that bobbled and made the little Darius Slay finger oh, wag. Oh, no, I didn't even see that. The finger oh, wags. Wow. It's that, a pretty impressive bobblehead. That is creative. The, the head bobbles too, but the okay, finger bobbles. Okay. If you bobble the finger, the finger, it does a little finger wag. I've seen the head bobble. Okay, I didn't <laughs> see that. But I love his name, Big Play, All Day Slay. I love that, man. I could do so many things with that way to go (laughs) well he had a pretty good uh bobblehead i will give him that for sure (laughs) yeah i mean the the cardinals have just been decimated by injuries and you gotta feel for them i mean uh their offensive line has just really had a hard time they were playing with a patched up offensive line in green bay this last week and then they had another offensive linemen go on IR. I don't think any of their offensive linemen that they're playing with right now are the ones they plan to start the season with. Oh, I believe you. But, Tori, you say all that, and then look what they did to Green Bay. 
with a patched up line, young guys. So to back to my point, if the Lions let them stay in the game and they get their confidence, the same thing can happen. So you got to jump on teams, especially when they decimated like this. You got to jump on them early as you can. I mean, we're talking about the Cardinals here, but I got to mention Green Bay because that game last week was against Green Bay. That game resulted in Mike McCarthy's right. firing. That's what right. do you think of the situation going on in Green Bay? I, I thought, like everybody else say, I thought they would let the man finish the season out. You you knew it was something going on with him and Aaron Rodgers, but you thought he they would let him finish the After season. After that out. long as head coach. I know, that's a, but that's how this game is, Tori. It's a, it's a cruel game when you don't win. And you know you have to win. That's the bottom line. And it's it's sad for Mike McCarthy, but I tell you one thing, he won't be out long. He he would not be out without a job long because he's a he's a real, real good head coach. Yeah, that definitely uh that was a, a shocker, crazy situation it? happening. I, yeah. it's, it's a shocker that it happened mid-season, yes. I think. Yes. Um, I think that the writing was maybe a little bit on the wall that some changes were coming, mm-hmm. but with a guy that's been tenured that long to let him go before the season is over. Now I get it. You want to get a head start on the coaching on the coaching yeah, but search, but right. it, it's just it's a tough spot. I'm with you. I'm uh, with you. So I'm interested to see what ends up happening in Green Bay. I mean, they made uh, the GM change last year, so – they're they're trying to get things back on track up there in Green Bay. We've talked this season about how typically they're the ones that are on the top of this division. Right. But the Bears have have taken that spot over. They've gone from the worst in the division to the best and have really claimed that top spot as their own and Green Bay is not in the running for it at all. And you're right. And think about it, Tori. We're doing almost everything at the same time. Uh Bob Quinn, this is his third year here as GM. So think about it, Green Bay, the Lions changing GMs. Now they're going to change head coaches. We got a first-year coach here. You know, personnel moves, like you said, have been made here with Golden and some of the moves we've made, snacks getting them. They're going to do some of those things in Green Bay. Will it be interesting now to see how we go? Because I think both of us will be at the same point. Now to be interesting to see how we go from this point on, because I think we'll be about the same. And to me, that puts a lot on Matthew, because you got Matthew yeah. going head to head against Aaron Rodgers, so he's got to elevate this team. So this could be a me- good measuring point just to see how these organizations take off from this point right here. Yeah, I mean, it, Green Bay lost on a missed field goal wow. last week. I mean, it would have been a game tying field goal, but. I got a feel for Mason Crosby. I know. He missed all those kicks in the game against the Lions, and then he misses that game winner, and then your head coach gets fired. Yes. That obviously, there's more issues than just the one missed kick, but I, I hate seeing kickers I, miss kicks. It makes me hurt because I feel so bad for them. I know. You'll get a kick out of this. I was just, I just interviewed Matt Prather, <laughs> and I asked him, I was like, Matt, why do you think kickers have so many problems coming here and hitting the cross? He said, man, I have no idea, and I asked Ask them, do you think it was more physically, physical or mental with them once they hit it? And he said he thought most of it was mental from that point on. He said probably about 90% of it was mental, even though I find that strange because physically you're kicking the ball. It's a physical action. 
But for kickers, he was like 90-some oh, percent of his man. So, yeah, it was just kind of interesting hearing him say that and everything because, again, me playing offensive line, yes, yeah, a mental game too, but physically, Tori, you still got to have the physical abilities to keep a sure. guy off of you and everything. So I know it's totally different, but I just – Thought that was interesting. Now that I'm a reporter, <clears throat> so we call now. <laughs> you and your fancy title. Yes. I <laughs> know. Uh, I think it is very mental for kickers. Kickers, yeah. especially. It's just it's a mind game because they can all kick that far if they're in the NFL. It's just a matter of can you get focused enough? Can you? I mean, now once you get outdoors, then there's some other elements yeah. involved. But when you're in an indoor stadium, that's right. that's that's mental. Right. That's yeah. That definitely takes some uh, mental strength there, but. Map Raider's pretty good at it, so I yeah, think Lions see, fans are happy with awesome. that. He's awesome. MVP. <laughs> I'm serious. He he could be in the running, like the Heisman, like they voting for the Heisman right now. <laughs> if we did that, if we picked our three finalists, it would be Matt Prather, Snacks, I, Carry On. That would be my three, even though Carry On hadn't played. Those would be my three finalists if I had my MVP, like we had the Heisman. Those are the ones I'm sending to New York right now. I like it. Yeah, I think those like are good that? choices. Do you like those choices yeah. right there? Anybody you think I'm left out? Darius, I think, I think you, Slay? You think I, left? I think you nailed it with who's okay. been most impactful you, good this with year. Everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I'm good with All those. Right. Hey. I'm good there with those. There you go. Okay. <laughs> I, I like that. Even though Taylor Decker got a touchdown last week. Oh, that was impressive. I mean, you know. That was I, fun to watch. The big fella, I'm telling you, big fella <laughs> had me proud, man. But yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm glad you're happy with my three. Yes. Yeah. My my uh, MVP watch list. Yes, yeah. good work, Lomas. <laughs> now wait before we go. I have to mention. Uh-oh. Guess who's Flor- who Florida is playing in their bowl game? Tori, <laughs> and we can't go. I can't go. I'm going on a cruise the 30th. So I wanted to go to the game because I wanted to go down there and see us beat those Michigan Wolverines because they oh, got oh, our numbers. Oh, you're riling up our listeners here uh, but, because... But Tori, they got our number right <laughs> now, man. We're 0-4 against the Wolverines. Come on now. That sounds like a little like Ohio State a little bit, you know? Uh-oh. See, the Wolverines got our number <laughs> like, like the Buckeyes. Let me stop. But yeah, let me we've stop. played Michigan a lot since I have yeah. lived up here. Yeah. I'm sick of getting a hard time about it it's time for florida to win i'm telling you sorry to all you michigan fans thank you i hope you're screaming at your radios in your car right now (laughs) as you're listening to this podcast with go gators and i hope that we win this game we're 0 and 4 come on now (laughs) yeah man yeah i won't be able to attend the game because i'll be on the little cruise oh poor lomas i know i know i have to relax after this stressful season i have to take a week (laughs) you built it in you built in the relaxation (laughs) i like it that's a good strategy now tori i would like to say that i I would have rather been in the playoffs. <clears throat> I want to put this on the airways for our Obviously. listeners. I would have rather been with the Lions in the playoffs, but since our season won't see the playoffs this year, I went ahead and booked the crew so I could go and relax and try to take some of the stress of this season off of me. Thank you. <laughs> Just wanted them to know that, Tori. Yes. I like that yes. disclaimer there. Yes. But Lomas, they're not mathematically eliminated yet. Yes. What if your cruise gets ruined? Well, you know, by some by <laughs> some chance, if we run the table and all those hundred scenarios that we need to fall into place, fall into place, I bought some insurance. So oh, okay. I have cruise all right, all right. insurance. So just in case something happened, I have cruise insurance, people. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Well, I think we'll wrap up the podcast on that note. But before we go, we got to get to... 
Our trivia question, of course, right? Yes. Cannot forget our trivia question of the week. Now, we talked a lot about the Cardinals injuries that they've had this season. Now, one of those is wide receiver Christian Kirk. Matt Patricia talked this week about how the Lions won't face him and how he's not mad about them not facing him because he's a really good player and he's not Mm -hmm. mad that he doesn't have to uh, game plan for him because he's a tough matchup there. He's a Texas A&M guy. Oh, okay. There's several Texas A&M guys on the Cardinals roster. So my trivia question for you guys is which Lion went to Texas A&M? Which which current Lion attended Texas A&M? All right. That's that's our trivia question for this week. We love doing trivia with you guys, and we love that you listen to the podcast each and every week. So thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we will talk with you next week.